Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, episode 58. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon, and today I've got a special guest with me to talk about yet another new software release. It's the season for new software, and today I've invited Tamika Bond, who's a Pixels to Pages team member, to come and talk to us about her favorite software that she uses for her digital scrapbooking. Tamika's based in New York City and she has three children. She works as a paralegal and so she manages to fit scrapbooking into a super busy life. So she's working with Forever Artisan and that's the software we're going to talk about today. Hi Tamika. Hi Melissa, how are you? I am good. It's great to talk to you again. Absolutely, I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> we, for anyone who hasn't heard it, you should definitely go back and listen to the all digital all the time podcast. We had a ball. We had seven um, women on there chatting all about different software products. It was it was great. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you on today. So why don't you um, just go ahead and share with our listeners a little bit about what kind of scrapbooking you do and what has been inspiring you lately? Well, I am a hybrid type of girl. I, I, I love paper crafting and I love digital. So I always find a way to combine both my digital scrapbooking and my love for the creative paper crafting uh, <laughs> together. So a lot of my uh, digital pages have um, traditional elements on them. And then I like to do party stuff and, and just traditional things uh, with my Cricut machine <laughs> using my digital elements. So that sounds a little like me. I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe not quite so hybrid or traditional. <laughs> as we, um, but we, um, I love pulling out my silhouette to do to do the party stuff, especially with you know young children. It's it's lots of fun. Absolutely. So. I know that you've just been involved in the Huge Forever Live event. Um, do you want to just tell our listeners a little bit about that? And then we'll get on to talking about the new artisan and what's what's happening with that. Well, recently, Forever uh, had its inaugural Forever Live event in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. it was so exciting because uh, that's where uh, they announced the uh, combination or... or the merging of Pinstoria and Forever uh, to one brand, and they released Artisan 5 software. So we've been waiting a long time for that software, mm-hmm. and uh, it finally came out, and everybody has been wowed. Mm. A few people I've known um, headed to Forever. It sounds like it was a great event. I'm sure for some people that, that the Artisan release was probably the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> It was, but, um, you know, for a lot of the artists and users that, that we've been waiting for uh, that new software and added functionality for some time, and they gave it to us with a lot of power packed into it. But Forever Live was um, the picture party of the year for many reasons, because not only did it uh, unveil Artisan 5, mm-hmm. but it talked about other ways that people who are not necessarily scrapbookers, they can preserve their uh, 
photos and their legacy with permanence and uh, forever is the only permanent um, storage uh, digital storage company that will allow you to save all of your uh, images and and documentation and uh, all of the things that we use to save our memories for generations to come. Yeah, it's certainly a very unique product and I'm sure I'm going to have to have an episode specifically devoted to that, I think, um, because, yeah, it's a really unique um, product. I mean, it's really the only one that where you can protect your, your photos into the future. Yes. Mm. Your lifetime plus 100 years, they promise. Mm. Impressive. So let's have a little chat about artisans. So um, how can scrapbookers use artisan? I know that um, some of my listeners won't be familiar with the, the software. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what it does? And then we'll jump in and, and chat about some of the new features. Well, artisan, um, artisan is a digital software that allows you to create scrapbook pages, um, business flyers, business cards, pretty much anything that you can have, uh, you know, created and printed. Um, they have a large store of gifts, uh, and you use the software to design and upload to the Forever Store. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do they do printing through their service as well? Yes, they do printing of uh, photo books, mm-hmm. of mugs mouse pads, business cards, uh, there's a long list of items that they do print. And it's very easy to upload uh, your item that you design from Artisan into uh, the Forever store. Mm. And it's sort of an all-in-one system because it has... um because you have products for sale, like um, digital scrapbooking products that you can purchase through the software too, can't you? Yes. Mm. So it's really an all-in-one system, and I know that scrapbookers have been using it for a long time. So um, what's new? (laughs) Well, first I want to say that Artisan 5, while we were waiting for that, it doesn't quite replace Artisan 4. Mm -hmm. So Artisan 4 is still available uh, because Artisan 5 is so powerful, it can only be used with computers that have a 64-bit processor. Yes. So Artisan 4, you can have a 32-bit or a 64-bit processor mm-hmm. on your computer to use. Artisan 5 is strictly 64-bit, and it will not work with anything less. Uh, so both products remain available. Oh, okay. So that's great. So if you have an older computer system... Um, your you've still got that option available which is great exactly mm. so what what was your favorite um headline improvement in artisan 5 artisan 5 is lightning fast uh you, the main thing many of us uh had difficulty working on double page spreads in artisan 4 uh because you have to save from one page to the next as you're switching from the left page to the right page. In Artisan 5, you are allowed to work on both pages simultaneously without having to save each time you adjust something on one page or another. Uh, Also, the images and contents and shapes load with 
uh, instantaneously due to an indexing feature uh, that when your content is brought into Artisan 5, it indexes so that the software knows exactly what content is in that kit. So it knows if you have a shape, an alpha set, an embellishment, and it remembers it so that uh, basically the computer or the software is not thinking mm. every time you click to do something. Okay, so I, coming from a, a Photoshop Elements background, for me that's like um, when I load everything into Organizer, it has to run through and analyze. So Artisan's doing that in the background, so then next time you've, you're accessing, whenever you're accessing something, it's already ready to jump in and, and it makes it much quicker to load. Exactly. Mm, that's really great. Also, with the um, introduction of Artisan 5, we also have strokes. Uh, we have the ability to edit shapes after they've been added to your page. Mm -hmm. So with a shape, um, is that like a vector-based? Um, yes. Okay. So you can actually edit the the nodes on there to change the shape. Exactly. And that was a big thing that um, Mike Carroll and Paul Schweitzer um, announced at Forever Live, that the uh, shapes in Artisan 5 are vector-based. And it makes for so much creativity because you can edit it, uh, you can combine two vector images you can convert those shapes to live photo holders. It's just amazing. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. I know that uh, a lot of people really love using um, custom shapes and stuff, especially um, PaintShop Pro users because they have vectors built in as well. So that's really awesome. So I was just wondering about when you were mentioning the two-page spread and working on, on a book. Um, when you're working in Artisan, are you working on a whole album at once or is it specific layouts at a time? How does that work? Has someone come... In Artisan um, 4 and Artisan 5, you work in projects. You can mm -hmm. either work on a page at a time or you can work on a project at a time. And uh, in Artisan 5, you can now work on your project in double page spreads, whether it's a book that you're working on or if it's page prints, because a lot of people still use traditional albums and they can create um, their page prints as a double page image and work on the left and right side simultaneously. Not many scrapbookers who who come from a traditional full photoshop version they wouldn't have um that that is a lot of harder to achieve i know in photoshop elements we have got albums as well but for our old school photoshop scrapbookers they wouldn't have had that experience and it's so it's so cool to be able to just flick through and um you know adjust something on this page and see the whole project in one. I noticed that they said they've upgraded some of their photo editing um, features. Did you Have you had a chance to try that out? Absolutely. Their uh, image editor can now be used. Uh, previously, when you worked with the image editor, you would have to double click the element that you want to edit and it will open up outside of the page that you're working on. Now you have the option of either working directly on your page so you can edit that image uh, in relation to all the other 
elements that are on the particular page that you're working on, or you can open it so that all you have in front of you is just that one image you want to edit. The cloning tool now has a preview to help you to align uh, what you're trying to clone perfectly. So the brush of the clone will actually have a, a sample image of what you're about to clone in that area. So that makes um, perfect alignment just easy. Yeah, that is a lot easier than you're trying to sort of guess. <laughs> I know that in the past when I when we didn't have that feature, you know, trying to clone something out and then you're clicking undo and then you're redoing it and then you're exactly. oh no <laughs> exactly and this is so much easier because before you click you can preview you it's right there it's showing you exactly what you're going to put where you're going to put it uh and then you can adjust before you click so you can adjust, mm -hmm. adjust the brush softness. You could adjust the brush opacity. Uh, oh, they added so much into into and, and some things may seem like so minute, but it's a huge deal when you're working on your projects. For people who are just starting out, would you say Artisan's still really easy to learn? Absolutely, because it, it maintained that familiarity to Artisan 4. So Artisan mm -hmm. 4 users are going to go in and they're going to see those familiar ribbons. They are going to see, um, you know, the cut ribbon, the format ribbon, uh, all the ribbons they're used to seeing. But in addition, now Artisan 5 has uh, eliminated many of the pop-up boxes that would pop up when you clicked on buttons. And there's now an operations panel on the right-hand side. So all mm -hmm. of those pop-ups won't obstruct what you're working on. It's over to the side and you're able to um, easily access everything from the side once you uh, click that button. Um, something else, another feature that makes Artisan 5 so easy to use is a quick access toolbar that they now have. Mm -hmm. And um, depending on what element you click on on that page, the quick access toolbar, which is right above the workspace, will change. So if you click mm -hmm. on a text box, you'll have, um, you know, text features. You can change the font. You can change the font size. If you click on mm -hmm. a shape, you'll have uh, your quick access uh, tool will show you how to change the strokes or the outlines of the shape. So depending on what you have selected, that quick access toolbar will adjust accordingly. So you don't have to think about it so much. It, it, it kind of tries to, you know, uh, predict what you're going to do. Yeah, so it's like, um, I guess I think about it, um, I know in Word, you know, there's a context-sensitive toolbar. So if I click on a shape in Word, it, it says, hey, are you trying to like, um, it, it shows me the options to change the color or whatever, but it obviously doesn't show me any font stuff because I don't need that. So Exactly, uh, and think... that's exactly what this, is, uh, this does in Artisan mm. Um, any other features we wanted to chat about before we talk about how you can go about um, purchasing and, and using Artisan? Well, Melissa, if we went through all the features, I think this podcast would be mighty long. <laughs> um, 
but you know the main thing is the the biggest thing that everybody uh was looking forward to was the ease of working on double page spreads aligning your elements over those two pages and also the speed but this software is so powerful uh Mm. and uh at the price that it's available for you 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 can't believe that you're getting all you're getting in this software. Uh, the editing features have improved. All of the cutting tools, the angles, they have improved. Everything in Artisan 4 is in Artisan 5, but on Hyperdrive. So mm. and whether you're a basic user or an advanced user, the way they have it laid out, it makes it easy for you to, to see what you're doing. You can right-click an element and those, uh, you know, you, you get a menu of what can pertain. Now you can add, um, you know, if you have a journaling mat or, or if you have a text box selected, you can mm-hmm. add a journaling mat by right-clicking and it'll mm-hmm. open up your content manager. Uh, there's now, actually, I can't believe I forgot to say this, a font manager for all the font mm. junkies out there you can organize your fonts by um say you're working on a project and you want to consistently use four or five fonts you can mm-hmm. put those fonts in that group um you can categorize your fonts by you know script style or bold print uh that is another big <laughs> a biggie <laughs> That is a big one and I know that I have so many people who ask me about font management and things like that because, you know, that's one thing that, you know, let's face it, we all have too many fonts. We all love our fonts. (laughs) So that's really great because I know I do the same thing for an album. I might go ahead and use just a couple of fonts and and it's great to have them in a set and, and, you know, be able to browse through them and... (laughs) Yeah, and it's easy to create a category and delete it when you're done so you don't have to have a long list of categories. One font can be in multiple categories. It's just awesome. Mm. That's another mm. another big feature that um, users of Artisan 5 are just going to fall in love with. So one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit was the content management for people who were, you know, purchasing kits through their, um, through their store, because they, now correct me if I'm wrong, but they come already kind of tagged and organized, don't they? Well, they, they automatically organize themselves into shapes, pre-designed pages, uh, papers, elements, so that they pretty much do on their own. They don't mm-hmm. categorize themselves, uh, and they are tagged depending on the designers. Some designers who create the kits, they tag. Um, So you'd have all your elements together, but you might not have every single flower all tagged as a flower or something. Exactly. It depends on the designer, and there are several designers in the Forever Store. But you do have the freedom. You do have the freedom to add your own tags, um, and remove some tags uh, that the designers put in once you import the kit. So that that makes it nice and easy to just, um, you know, browse through your collection and all that kind of thing. Because that's, that's built into Artisan, isn't it? That content yes. manager. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is it, you know, I have 3,000 kits and that's no lie, no exaggeration. I have at least 3,000 kits in my software. Some kits are only shapes. Some kits are only papers. Uh, if I'm scrolling through my, my content and I'm in the paper section, it will only show me the kits that have papers. <laughs> it won't show me every single kit that I have. Uh, if I'm looking for a pre-designed um, page or a blueprint or template, uh, when I go to that section of Artisan, it will only show me the kits that have templates in it. So if you know I have 3,000 kits and only 100 kits have templates, I will only see 100 kits when I'm in that area of the software. So it kind of weans everything out for you. So I really love that. Mm. I know I I always love to talk about organizing because I you know I <laughs> I love organizing I love seeing everything <laughs> neat and tidy, and I know that lots of our listeners are kind of kit junkies too. <laughs> so we all have so many supplies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and oh. another cool thing about the content is now that um, we're able to click on an element that's been added to the page and see what designer and what kit uh, that content is from. So if we forgot, where did we get that flower from and we want to give credit, you can right-click that flower and see that, hey, that came from uh, a Peppermint Creative kit, uh, and you'll Mm -hmm. see the name of that kit. So that's real cool as well. That is cool. That is cool. Sometimes I wish I could, I could do that because oh, you just start scrapping away and you're just like, oh, no, I'm mostly using this kit. And then suddenly you realize, oh, no, I pulled in a bit from here, there and everywhere. And you can't remember where it came from and you want to use that el- You want to use that element again or you want to use elements from that kit and you can't, you have 3,000 kits like me <laughs> and you don't know where it came from. So that that is definitely a lifesaver being able to uh, see what kit and what designer mm. um, that element came from. Yeah. So I was just um, having a look myself. I was going to ask you if you've had a chance to use the auto populate feature because I know that a lot of people who make photo books online you know use those kind of auto photo placements and, and things like that to make it easy to get all their photos into a book. So is that um, what the auto-populate feature is about? Uh, yes, it, yes, it is. I tend to not use it because I, I mm-hmm. like to work from scratch. Uh, however, yes. if you've purchased a, say, pre-designed uh, book or, for instance, uh, one of Pixels to Pages uh, blueprint books, Uh, You can, uh, when you're creating a new project, it gives you the option of starting from a blank page or using that template book. And Mm. as you're going, it'll say, would you like to add photos? You select the photos that you want added and it will generate, it will pre-populate that book, that default Mm. book with those photos. And all you have to do is um, add your story. Yeah, and that's that can be really great, especially I, I have a few customers myself who who really enjoy those kind of features. So if you're looking for a, a kind of stepping stone away from something like Shutterfly where you want something that's a bit, bit still 
got that automation but is much more powerful and of course you save everything on your own computer as well as you don't have to be connected to the internet to use artisan right um, so it could be a really good um, option for people who are just kind of mo- outgrowing the features of the photo book printing sites this way you still own your you own your contents you have your pages um, you don't have to worry about going because the online storage you can only access those pages online or in print when it comes back to you um, mm. with artisan you have access to your page after it's done to use in any way you want you can change that book that uh, page from that book that you printed to a canvas print or you can put mm. it on a mo- mouse pad um, you have access to that on your computer you can save it as a jpeg and email it to somebody just that one image you own your content you own your software and you own the pages that you've created with them and then you can preserve the completed pages on your forever account Mm. yeah so it's just you have so much more control and you can make um, everything so much more custom and yeah, or do all that fun stuff. And one of the things I really love is being able to come back to pages I've done a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, updating them with, you know, a new photo or changing it up. I mean, I've got a, a page which I have um, just changed out the photos and I've done it for each of my three children. You know, I've printed off basically the similar page just updated some journaling and and the photos and that's the kind of thing that's so easy to do when you have your your software on your hard drive and you can come back to it years later without having to worry that's true (laughs) about whether it's still there exactly so another thing I wanted to let people know about artisan 5 is that it's a really affordable option so the full um, if you've not had a, a copy of Artisan in the past, it's $59.95 US to purchase it outright. But there's also an upgrade version. So um, what's what's the story with the upgrades? Um, how, how do you qualify for an upgrade? Well, you have to have Artisan 4. So if you mm-hmm. have Artisan 4, you can upgrade for $29.95 to the full version of Artisan 5. Mm. So that's a really great deal and um, I know that it's definitely more affordable than Photoshop Elements for some people. (laughs) (laughs) It's about kind of half the price, Um, well a bit more than half. So it's a really, it is certainly a really affordable um, option and getting more powerful with every version as we've just been, (laughs) as we've just been telling you, (laughs) it's lots of fun. Um, so with, um, uh, as you were saying before, it's an outright purchase. So you purchase the license and you can use it on your computer and uh, for as long as you want to. It's no sort of subscription or anything like that. Not so that at makes all. It re- makes it really good. Um, so I think, <laughs> I think we've covered some of the high points here. I'm sure... As Tamika was saying, I mean, as you get into any program, it's often the little improvements that are just make your life easier. And I can see that the change from 
having all those pop-ups coming up in front of your work is going to make it, you know, you've always got that one spot to do all of your adjustments to any function. So that's, I think that's going to be a great improvement for everyone. Absolutely. The operation, they call it the operations panel and it Mm -hmm. really makes it so much easier to work on to work on your pages. It takes a little getting used to though, especially if you're an artist and for user, you're waiting for that pop-up to pop up <laughs> in front of you and you don't realize that the operations panel is already open saying, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting and you're like, hmm, you're like I thought this happening? was supposed to be fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it takes some getting used to, but once you do, you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, I I hope maybe you can um, send us over a project that you've recently done to share with everyone so they can see the kind of things you're creating. If you don't mind, that would be good. Absolutely. Actually, our um, September issue of Pages Magazine is out and mm-hmm. that there's an entire section, probably about 40 pages or so, that's all mm-hmm. about Artisan 5. So I'll share that with uh, you and your listeners. Oh, that sounds just perfect. That'll be great. So um, if you're interested in learning more, you can certainly head to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 58 and we'll have links in the show notes there um, to the magazine so you can see a lot of great examples of beautiful things that you can create in Artisan 5. And I'd love to hear from you if you're an Artisan user what are you looking forward to in the new upgrade? Have you upgraded yet? <laughs> and um, so thanks so much for spending the time to chat with me today, Tamika. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure speaking to you, Melissa. I've really enjoyed, you know, just learning a few things more about Artisan. It makes me want to get a copy for myself to play around <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for listening to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about anything we've talked about in this episode, you can head to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 58. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast today. If you'd like to learn more, head to scrapbookingpodcast.com where you can find the show notes for this episode and the links to everything we've talked about.